Eight ways to get better at networking. Networking is a crucial aspect of life. I'm not just going to relate this to property. It's a crucial aspect of life. Uh, Everything we do, every person we talk to, everyone we exchange messages with, it's all about networking, talking to one another and generating as many win-win situations as you can. So eight ways to get better at networking. As I alluded to last week, I've been moving now down in Brighton. Hello, happy days. Hello, Brighton. Uh, again, as always, when we're starting commercial conversions, if you want to have a coffee, you've got, you know, want to meet up, all of that sort of stuff, email rob at tpmpodcast.com. That'd be great to connect and it would be great to have that coffee and see how we can work together and create a win-win situation. So that's rob at tpnpodcast.com. Eight ways to get better at networking. Uh, again, these are in no particular order. Uh, again, these are things that I know that I need to do better myself. So this is a, a pep talk for me as well as it is for, for you to get back out there networking. Maybe you're already a very proficient networker. There might be something here that you enjoy and that can take away from this episode. Number one, invest in your existing contacts first. So let's just say you've got people that you haven't spoken to for a while. Yes, the last one and a half, two years have been a bit crap for various uh, uh, macroeconomic reasons, shall we say? If, if I say the C word, uh, we might not get as much reach on the show. So you know what I'm talking about. Invest in your existing contacts first. Maybe there's a few people on your phone you've not had a chat with for a while. Maybe there is um, you know, some people that you've not said hello, you've not had a coffee with, you've not spoke about things for a little while. Invest in them first drop a message, get back in touch with them, see how everything's going, try and meet up for coffee, have a Zoom call, whatever it is. Get back into the swing of things by investing in your existing contacts first. When you're meeting people, um, try and figure out what need does someone else have. So you're networking, someone might be talking about they haven't got enough deals. Someone might be talking about they're nervous about getting their first property. Try and identify what need they have. If you identify what need they have, you will probably become better at helping them, which will then build uh, reciprocity and it will make you an efficient networker. They've got a need, you might have a solution. Can you work on that? Can you create that win-win situation? So what need does someone else have? Try and identify what that is. Give first. So rather than be the person that's just waiting to hear all the advice first, Give first, offer advice, offer what you can, where you can to people. Now, if we're in a networking room, I'm not always the person going around speaking to people, you know, be honest about that. My way of adding value is to give first by producing as much as I can for the podcast. That's my way of of doing it. However, if you're in a networking room, the way to stand out is by offering value first. Reciprocity, you add value to someone, chances are they're then going to add value back to you at some point. It might not be on that particular day, but they might add value back at some point. So it's always useful to give first, which then paradoxically works hand in hand with the next point, which is listen more than you talk. So yes, if you're giving first, you're probably going to be talking, but then once you finish talking, sit back, shut up, listen. You're giving two ears for a reason and one mouth. Voila. Listen more than you talk. And don't just stand there and nod your head like a dog actively listen. There's a difference between listening and actively listening. Actively listening is much more of a mental process because you have to 
listen to what the other person's saying. You have to understand what they're saying, listen out for the clues, you know, look at the body language as well. Are they being congruent with what they're saying? Chances are, if you listen more than you talk, you will learn a hell of a lot more. Number five, get to know them. What commonalities do you have? Uh, yeah, okay, you might both be in the same room looking for uh, an investor. Uh, maybe you're both looking for your first project. Maybe you both like golf. You know, maybe you both like American football. Maybe you're both Liverpool fans. Try and find some other commonalities that aren't necessarily property related. I would say the reason that Aaron and I probably get on so well is both Liverpool fans. We're both American football fans, although we don't support the same team. So we've both got a lot of commonalities there. We've both got a lot of similar traits. It gives us something else to talk about. So try and do that with the other person in the room. Maybe their favourite food is, you know, a lamb boona from down the road. Whatever it is, try and find that commonality. Get to know them. That will make you a better networker because you're starting to build that rapport a lot easier. Number six, be specific about what you do. So make yourself stand out from the crowd. You're at a networking event. Oh, what do you do? Oh, yeah, I'm Rob. Uh, I'm a property investor. Great. Thank you. That's so fucking descriptive. I know what to do with that. Wonderful. Thank you. You sound dull as shit, dull as dishwater. Great. Uh, apologies for the language. You're probably going to need to put an explicit content on this. But if you're at the receiving end of that, that's probably what you're going to be thinking. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Rob, the investor. Dickhead. Make yourself stand out. If I say, yeah, I'm Rob, I'm host of the Property Nomads podcast, do commercial conversions down in Sussex as well. Okay, great. Someone's got something to work with because you've got two routes you can do there. Someone listens to what I've just said and go, oh, well, t tell me more about the commercial conversion side or oh, tell me more about the awesome podcast that you've got. I hear that the travel episodes are pretty good on Thursdays. Yeah, I like this one about the toucan as well. T tell me more about that. You say, do you see how being specific there gives the other person a bit more to work with? rather than saying, yeah, I'm Rob, I'm a property investor. Number one, I don't sound enthusiastic about it. Number two, property investor could mean anything. It could mean that I've got a stack of cash and I'm investing it out to other people. It could mean that I've got a massive portfolio. It could mean that, you know, I think I'm an investor, but I haven't got a property yet. It could mean anything. Before I go, yeah, I'm Rob, I'm host of the Property Nomads podcast, also do commercial conversions down in Sussex. That person listening to that has two, really two things that they can work with. Maybe three if their name is Rob as well. That's another great way to actually get along with someone is you have the same name. Always useful. So be specific about what you do. Number seven, ask why should they care? So don't ask them that physically, but think about it. Why, why should they care about me? Why, why should they? Can I add value to them in some way? Maybe I, I can add value to them in some way, but I don't quite know how to. Give yourself a bit more pride. You know, why should, they should care about what I'm doing because you know, this is a great podcast that we're hosting. Maybe they should care about these commercial conversions in Sussex. Maybe they're from the local area. Maybe they've got, maybe they've got a stack of cash. Maybe they've been burnt by joint venture partners before and they want to work with someone reliable like myself. Ask why should they care? If you do that, you can automatically have a bit, you, you'll probably get more passion in your voice. You'll probably get more inspiration. You'll probably get a bit more fortitude when you're speaking. So yeah, subconsciously ask yourself that. Why should they care? Number eight, network online. Now, caveat with this, we talked about a little while ago, time spent versus time invested. Social media has always had a bit of that middle ground. Is it time spent or is it time invested? Well, if you're gonna build a big audience, et cetera, et cetera, it's probably time invested. If you're trying, to, if you're just you know browsing through, looking at photos of cats and people doing random crap, chances are that's time spent. So if you're going to network online, network with a purpose, understand why you're doing 
understand why you're doing it, converse with people that way. Because again, you never know what, what will come from that. You know, there's been many a time where we've done stuff online, we've raised finance as a result. I'm sure other people have raised even more finance and have got joint venture partners, have got projects just from adding value online. It's a very, very useful thing to do. There's many ways you can do it. I mean, so many social media platforms nowadays. Um, yeah, you've got your LinkedIn, you've got your professionally ones, your LinkedIn, your Twitters as well. Facebook seems to be a bit hit and miss at the moment. Uh, Instagram is very, very useful. And uh, as I alluded to in my small bone to pick last week, you do have things like you know TikTok and other bits and bobs like that. But if you're going to be on TikTok, please don't take cryptocurrency investing advice from the bellends on there. They're a bunch of idiots. But going back to my point of getting off the topic, how can you get better at networking? Number eight, you know, network online. Uh, time, invest your time into networking online. Things like LinkedIn, Facebook, other platforms are available. There are the eight ways to get better at networking. Now, just to recap, as we always do, we're told that the recaps are popular. Eight ways to get better at networking. Number one, invest in your existing contacts first. So if you haven't spoke to someone in a little while, reach out, say hello, start up a conversation again. Number two, what need does someone else have? Why is that person in the room? What, what's that person seeking? Try and find out what they're there for, what they need. Number three, give first. That will allow for the uh, law of reciprocity to kick in at some point. So if you're adding value straight away, chances are that person's gonna be able to add value back to you at some point. Number four, paradoxically, listen more than you talk. So if you're gonna add value first, add value first. But after that, take a step back, listen, work out what the other person wants. Uh, you were given two ears for a reason. Number five, get to know them, look for commonalities. So yeah, you, you might be in the same room uh, as property investors or whatever, but yeah, do they support a similar football team? Do you like the same f types of food? Uh, do you both live by the beach? I don't know, whatever it is, that's down for you to work out. Ask those questions, try and find some common ground. Number six, be specific about what you do. So again, you're walking around the room, you're speaking to people. Don't just say, I'm Rob, a property investor. I live in Brighton. It makes you sound dull as crap. Be specific about what you do. Oh yeah, I'm Rob, host the Property Nomads podcast, also do commercial conversions in Sussex. Gives the other person a bit more to work with. You sound enthusiastic. Then the conversation can lead on to any way from there. Number seven, ask yourself, why should they care? Why should they care about you? Why should they care about your business? Why should they care about what you are doing? Number eight, network online. Do take your time to invest your time into uh, connecting with people on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it might be. Again, you build yourself a, a following, build yourself, uh, yeah, become an influencer, whatever it is. You know, you can add value to people online and you know, pretty much that's what's going on in the 21st century. So bit of a pep talk for myself as well. Also, hopefully there's a lot of content there for you. Eight ways to get better at networking. Uh, and as mentioned, um, thank you for the kind comments about moving down to Sussex. A few people got in touch uh, with a couple of DMs and uh, you know, thank you very much for those kind people for doing that. And if you're in and around the area, then email rob at tpmpodcast.com. That's the best way to get in touch with myself personally. I'm happy to meet up, have coffee, do whatever. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to create win-win situations. Thank you for people also feeling back in about the travel aspects of the podcast. It seems that this trial of having Mondays as business and property and Thursdays as travel uh, is giving people uh, a bit of extra uh, different content than you would find on other 
predominantly property related podcast. So thank you for the feedback on that. Uh, for people that are giving us feedback, please do go and leave a, a review on iTunes. We do like the five star ones, they're normally the best. If you're going to leave anything less than five stars, do pop a reason why you're doing that. We can that then helps us to help you. We're here to help as many people as we can, and we can do that by producing as much content as we can, but also by yourselves from sharing the Property Nomads podcast with others. Share the travel stories, tell people to listen in, and all these you know, property networking tips and other bits and pieces as well. As always, thank you for your continued support on the Property Nomads podcast. It is an honor to be at 200 plus episodes. Really, thank you very, 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 very much. Really appreciate that. Enjoy the rest of your week and uh, catch you next week. Ask for the way, y'all.